Tired of being baffled by healthcare policy? McGuire Woods Consulting presents Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, your solution to the policy puzzle. With our host, Stephanie Kennan, discover the ins and outs of healthcare policy and gain insights crucial for providers and investors. Let's simplify the complex together. Hello, my name is Stephanie Kennan. I'm with McGuire Woods Consulting, and this is Complications, Health Policy Unraveled. Today, we're going to talk about the soap opera of healthcare, the 340B Drug Discount Program. It's come under pressure from drug manufacturers and from Congress and providers. There have been so many twists and turns in the story of 340B in the last three or four years that it truly has become a soap opera. There have been lawsuits involving payment reductions, drug companies restricting access, and even lawsuits about state laws. Congress created the 340B program in 1992 to enable healthcare providers that serve low-income and uninsured patients to purchase drugs at lower costs. Its name comes from the section of the Public Health Act that it is in, 340B. The Health Resources Services Administration, known as HRSA, administers the program, and they estimate that the 340B sales were about 7.2% of the overall U.S. drug market and reports that in 2021, total program sales reached approximately $44 billion. That's B, billion. That was almost a 15% increase over 2020. The program requires drug manufacturers that participate in the Medicaid program to offer certain outpatient drugs to covered entities at discount prices. Congress expanded the kinds of covered entities, providers, that can be in the program in 2010. So now the providers who are included are federally qualified health centers, Native Hawaiian health centers, tribal and urban Indian organizations, children's hospitals, and other providers that care for rural and underserved populations, rural referral centers, sole community hospitals, cancer treatment facilities, and critical access hospitals. There are currently about 53,000 registered 340B sites in the country. According to HRSA, more than 75% of the fiscal year 2021 340B covered entities that purchased drugs from the program were disproportionate share hospitals. And this has made the hospital's role in the program even more important. To qualify for 340B drug discounts, a disproportionate share hospital must be owned or operated by a state or local government, be a public or private nonprofit corporation that is granted governmental powers by a state or local government, be a private nonprofit hospital that contracts with a state or local government to provide care for low-income patients who do not qualify for Medicare or Medicaid. The disproportionate share hospital's percentage of low-income patients must also be at a certain level in order to qualify for 340B. Disproportionate share hospitals are also known as DISH hospitals, so I will refer to it as DISH as we talk. In addition to defining covered entities, the loss also places limitations on covered entities. For example, they are prohibited from receiving duplicate discounts from the 340B program and from Medicaid rebates or from dispensing or selling covered drugs to non-patients. In the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2022, Congress allowed certain covered entities that were terminated from the 340B program because of the COVID-19 pandemic to be reinstated through December 31st of 2022. This happened because many hospitals either had their dish levels change because patients delayed care, and many hospitals postponed elective services. In the last few years, the program has come under scrutiny 
from Congress. Congress asked the General Accountability Office, the GAO, to look at the program, and they made two recommendations. The first was to have HRSA increase its oversight over the covered entities and their eligibility. And the second was to recommend that HRSA and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, enhance oversight of the 340B program and the Medicaid rebate programs to ensure there were not duplicate discounts going on. Now I'm going to turn to the litigation that's been going on. On June 15th, 2022, after many, many years of ongoing litigation, the Supreme Court unanimously overturned a substantial Medicare Part B payment reduction to many 340B program participating hospitals related to certain outpatient prescription drugs provided to those patients. As a result of that decision, in January 10th of this year, a D.C. federal district judge declined to force the government to repay hospitals for that payment reduction and instead allowed the Department of Health and Human Services to propose a payment, a repayment methodology in subsequent rulemaking. Additionally, the CMS announced that it will introduce a proposed rule in 2023 regarding potential remedies to 340B hospitals for the 2018 to 2022 underpayments ahead of the release of the calendar year 2024 outpatient prospective payment system proposed rule. One other issue that has launched many lawsuits is actions that the drug companies have taken. In the summer of 22, after providing discounts through both in-house and contract pharmacies since the beginning of the 340B program, several major drug companies began to place limitations on hospitals' use of contract pharmacies to distribute drugs eligible for 340B discounts unless those hospitals complied with certain conditions. Many covered entities do not have their own in-house pharmacies, so they contract with pharmacies to be able to participate. Members of Congress reacted to the drug company's behavior by urging HHS to take action against the manufacturers. HHS began to send cease or desist letters to the drug companies in which the department declared that Section 340B requires drug makers to deliver 340B drugs to an unlimited number of contract pharmacies. In response, the companies filed several lawsuits challenging HHS's interpretation of the 340B statute and its authority to require those companies to distribute 340B drugs without restrictions or conditions. The manufacturers argued that the increase in the number of contract pharmacies has led to an increase in program fraud and abuse. So the drug companies challenged these letters in four federal district courts, arguing first, that they violate the Administrative Procedures Act, and two, they constitute an unconstitutional taking under the Fifth Amendment. The case is turned on whether or not HHS's interpretation of the 340B statute, which is silent about contract pharmacies and their role in the program, whether that interpretation was correct. The courts came to different opinions about HRSA's authority. Then, in late December 2022, one drug manufacturer began a new policy that forbids 340B-covered entities from designating central fill pharmacies as exempted pharmacy locations for continued 340B pricing. We expect other manufacturers are likely to follow. And then, in November of 2022, HRSA introduced a proposed rule that moves away from the current formal dispute resolution process outlined in prior iterations of regulations and substantially changes the makeup of review panels, inserting individuals with greater 340B program subject matter expertise. Comments on the proposed rule were due by the end of January of this year. 
The final version will be closely watched by both manufacturers and hospitals and other covered entities. The most recent chapter of this story is a case involving the Arkansas 340B Pricing Non-Discrimination Act. This case is in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit. The American Hospital Association and the Arkansas Hospital Association recently filed an amicus brief defending the Arkansas law against a challenge brought by pharma. The Arkansas law prohibits discriminatory payment policies against 340B providers in the state, including drug company policies that restrict provider access to 340B discounts, whether those discounts are through community and specialty pharmacy partners. The hospitals argue that the Arkansas law does not conflict with federal law, but rather supports and complements the 340B program. We'll be doing updates on the 340B saga as time marches on, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening. That wraps up this episode of Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, presented by McGuire Woods Consulting. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the healthcare policy issues we discussed today. Follow us in your favorite podcast app and never miss a healthcare update by subscribing to host and J.D. Supra's number one healthcare author, Stephanie Kennan's Washington Healthcare Update at mwcllc.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your colleagues and leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. To continue the conversation, send us an email at healthpolicy at mwcllc.com.